what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are Agree to disagree. Hey, 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 welcome to Chit Chat. Thank you so much for joining us on the first episode of 2022. Good gracious. It's even weird to say it. Uh, Happy New Year, Jeanette. Happy New Year. Goodness. I I can't believe we've started a new year. It's another year of Chit Chat, another year of what is seeming like COVID. (laughs) um, I'm just, goodness gracious. I... I know you are uh, in North Carolina, and are you bracing for some winter weather? That was the word we got today, is over the weekend, um, expecting some snow, potentially ice by Sunday. But Monday's a holiday, so hopefully by Tuesday. Right, right, right. Okay, well, I mean, if it's going to do it any day, let's do it on on a holiday weekend, right? That's right, right. Excellent. And... um, uh, I know you guys have a lot going on still with sports and we talked about kids sports last time because I told you about my daughter being on the basketball team, which I'm just going to restate is exhausting. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I, I get it. Like I know some people say cherish the time of, of, taking your kids and doing things with them and everything else. But um, since she can't drive, like they practice a lot and they have lots of games and there's all these little team bonding and stuff like that they have to do and everything. Plus right now with COVID stuff still going on and everything happening, it games get canceled and moved and postponed. Um, One team would be under COVID protocol and then another team doesn't have a coach because he's in quarantine or this or that. Like it's been ridiculous. So it's exhausting. And, you know, she said to me the other day, um, Hey, coach practice uh, canceled practice for Saturday. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Like, wow. A day off. Like, what are we going to do? And she's like, well, I heard they're going to have a softball open gym out on the field thinking about going can we can you take me and I was like son of a bitch like (laughs) like I mean you can't say no no (laughs) (laughs) no don't be a good student athlete like ah so with with basketball I know that's an inside sport obviously yeah are they required to wear masks while they play or how does that work up there well so um they get tested three times a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. They get tested no matter your vaccination status. They get tested three times a week and a test has to be performed within 24 hours of a game. So you're either getting three times a week or based on when your games fall you know, that day of or whatever, like this past week, she had three games during the week. So she was getting tested like every other day. And, um, they practice in masks, but the games do not have to have masks. Okay. There have been two times where the 
uh, refs have come over and asked them to put masks on when they're on the bench. None of it quite makes sense to me, but who am I to judge? So uh, luckily she just goes with the flow. Um, There have been like the boys team at our school was out for like four weeks or so over holidays and things because of COVID not having enough players. Um, Charlotte, my daughter has had a couple of players on her team test positive with no symptoms, but of course they, they test right at the beginning of practice. You can't like hang around each other until your test comes back. And then they send you home immediately if you get a positive test and they ask you to go to the school facility where the, the, district is doing testing for students and get a proper test, like not a rapid one and to confirm. And so, um, but they have not had problems yet with not having enough players. So we've been fine so far. So I'm kind of actually just using her as like our baseline. You know, if she's getting tested three times a week, if she comes back positive, then we all, hunker down but until then we've all you know knock on wood it's been okay but you never know like she's they go through the hand sanitizer like crazy and they do their best at practices and stuff I think the coach is pretty aware of like what to do but who knows I mean it's crazy everyone has dry hands but healthy bodies exactly right and and it's not um I mean it's been pretty uh, it's hard to say, like, obviously if the sports have anything to do with it or not, because right. there's kids in her school that are quarantining and missing school and stuff because of a positive test or because of exposure to somebody. So they're at home. Um, and those kids maybe aren't playing sports. So it's not just like running through sports, or whatever. However, next week she will be going remote learning for one week. They announced last week that our district doesn't have enough bus drivers um, because of whether it's sickness or just staffing shortages. Um, They are taking batches of schools and for three different weeks going to rotate who is on remote learning. So that way, Two batches of schools will be in person and one batch will be at home. And then the next week they swap. And so they're hoping to only do this for those three weeks. And which means that her school would only be remote for one week. And that's so they could focus on other schools, buses, I guess. So will your Um, girls be together or will they have different weeks that they have to be home? My elementary school student does not have uh, that issue. Apparently there's more buses for elementary school. So she will be staying in the whole time. Um, but the middle and high school students here will be doing the remote for one week they, at a time. So Do they wear masks at school? Oh yeah. It's, okay. It is required. Yeah. Okay. Um, There's something there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, like I said, and it's, it's not just like because of any numbers necessarily, it's because they don't have bus drivers. Right. So, um, so it'll be a 
one week at home, whatever. But she's, I mean, she's none too happy about it, but still she is what it is. One week. I think we can, we can do it. Yeah. One week will be fine. And if it's, did you say it's next week? Yes. So isn't it really just a four day week or do you guys get Monday off? Okay. We do get Monday off and it also any remote school week is only four day week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, mental health. She'll miss your friends. That's what it's all about. She doesn't care about going to classes. I'm sure. I know. I know. It totally is. I mean, that's the way it was at the end of the holidays. Yeah. The, both my kids were like, uh, can we just go back to school? Like, we're ready. And I'm like, mm, what are you ready for? They're like, to see my friends. I'm like, it's not exactly. to sit in class for 45 exactly. minutes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Um, so anyway, you guys are good. Everybody managing okay over there? I was just hearing you talk about tests and thinking everyone around me is talking about they have tests at home. And I don't. So I'm like, I don't I'm either. I feel like I'm behind. Nope. You can't okay. find them. Oh, you okay. won't get one. Okay. There's nobody. Well, I, I had a friend on Facebook and Instagram, like posting the other day, like, um, you know, I'll pay somebody good money for a home test because like here, if you're vaccinated, the kids, meaning yeah. if you're vaccinated and you don't have symptoms, but you test positive, you can come back to school within like, 48 hours if you can produce a negative test, meaning either it was a false positive or who knows, right? But as long as you're fully vaccinated and can produce a negative test, you can come on back to school. You don't have to do the full quarantine. Um, And so people are like trying to get tests so they can do it at home to check and see if their kids can go back to school, but um, none to be found. So Government says we're all going to be getting tests soon, like five per household or something like that. Okay. I don't, I don't know what it is. And I don't really know how that works. Like, are they going to mail it to us? Do we have to go pick it up somewhere? Like, you have to watch for porch pirates for, for test. Yes. And you know what? That's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Just watch. Yeah. But whatever. Send me my test and send me my fancy mask. They said they're going to do that too. You like a fancy mask. I do like a fancy mask, but um, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. Look, it's, I think uh, this is at least we're going to, have to live with this for at least a few more years. Maybe not as uh, serious as it was when we initially heard about it. And right, it seems right. to get progressively better with these different variants. So, you know, it's now there's fluorona or whatever. But so I got my kids flu shots too. Um, yep. Same. But. I just think over the next few years, it's going to be have to be something we we live with for a while. And then when our kids are older, much older, much, much older and having kids of their own and they tell people older, right, much, much, much older and tell people (laughs) about the pandemic of 2020, they're gonna be like, what do you mean you couldn't go outside? (laughs) You know, (laughs) what do you mean you didn't have toilet paper? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. First of all. Did you get cream cheese over the holidays? Uh, I got, yes. I got, okay. Okay. So I, I, I did get like probably more than I needed because I still have uh-huh. some, but I, I didn't hoard you were it. were hoarding it? Sure. I was not hoarding it. I thought I was going to sure. make more than I did. Uh huh. Well, I had to get off brand. Like I had to get some local organic crap, like whatever it was. Because as we mentioned, Philadelphia. 
slash craft did not have um, a lot. So either everybody went out and got all the pot, all the cream cheese, or we just didn't have a full shipment. I don't know. Either way, um, I got some cream cheese. So now, now there's no chicken. I went to the store last night, literally to only pick up chicken. I just needed some chicken breast for a dish that I was going to put together. I walk in, there's only frozen drumsticks. That was it. So you don't have any chicken? There were like four people. There were four people standing there looking at the bin where the chicken always is. Just staring at it like it was going to magically appear. But we all just stood there staring at an empty cooler and at the end had frozen drumsticks in it. And that's all. So we, for a while, we have so far so good on the chicken. Um, but we have had a shortage of the party wings. So the chicken, the chicken wings, party wings. So even our big chain, like, um, Buffalo wild wings, we would occasionally order from there. And so I think a few months ago I tried to order and they said, Oh, we don't have any wings. And that was right at the beginning. But now they don't have anything except boneless. So they don't have like the bone in party wings. It's weird. Huh? Um, you can't get those in stores. And when you do, it's, it's usually like you can get a bag that has maybe 16 pieces in there. And it's not huge at all. Yeah. Um, so, huh. but, but other fresh chicken, whole chickens, breast, tenderloins, Thighs, legs, wings, we can, I so far have been okay with. I don't, but which having wings, I don't understand why there's a party wing shortage if we can still get wings. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting the crazy chicken. Right, like. The party chicken. Those we don't have. The the bookworm chicken is sitting at home, right? The nerdy nerdy chicken is is unavailable. Yeah, so. Eh, No no roasting chickens for us. I did roast a chicken over the holidays. I was going to do the the Ina Garden or whatever, but I think I didn't have a couple things and it seemed very involved. So I was like, I'm just going to do my own. And my family loved it. I was like, okay. It was well, I, I have a confession. I want to know something. Okay. What, what does roasting mean? Like. You just put it in the oven. What's the difference? So what's the difference in baking a chicken, Um, baking chicken or roasting a chicken? So when I roast a chicken, the way I do it, I put it on my broiler pan and put it, just let it cook in the oven. Um, Like a whole chicken? Yeah, the whole chicken. I clean it, season it, stuff it. And I put the whole chicken on the broiler pan and just let it cook in the oven like that. Like not on broil, but I set it to a certain temperature and cook it like that. When I have baked a chicken in the past, I usually put it in like a casserole type dish and cover it. So the skin gets a little crispier on the roasting pan versus covering it. I think it's the same thing. You know, I... 
My husband says I've become very domesticated during the pandemic because, you know, I've like you were we were at home and like doing more meals at home and stuff like that. And so I got kind of creative on some things. But I don't know that I've ever purchased a raw whole chicken. Hmm. Like, like I've gotten rotisserie chickens. Yeah. That's what you're talking about, right? Like a rotisserie chicken, but not cooked yet. Right. And you just, you stuff it? Yeah. Like you can do that? Like like a turkey? I mean, yeah, it's a, it's pretty much a small turkey. You just clean, I mean, you have to clean it, obviously. Take out the stuff. If it's not already taken out, sometimes it's in a bag and you got to clean it and season it. When I stu- When I say stuff it, I'm not putting stuffing in there. I'm putting like onions and um, herbs, lemon, things like that. So thyme, rosemary. You're fancy. Yeah. And then you, and then you kind of just take the skin and personally what the way I do it is I rub a little bit of butter. You can use olive oil on top of the skin and underneath the skin. So you have to lift up the skin a little bit and rub it underneath. Yeah. And then season that with like salt and pepper and a couple other, um, seasonings if you want like you can use an, a, a seasoning salt or garlic I do put garlic in there too so you can rub the skin with garlic you can rub the skin with onion so we're you can rub the skin with lemon you can rub the skin with anything so we're th- <laughs> this conversation is taking a big <laughs> turn so you think that that's what Megan and Harry were doing when he proposed she was like rubbing butter under skin and stuff I'd like to think that's what she was doing. Really? <laughs> like, yes. He was stuffing the chicken. Or the chicken was in the oven and it smelled so good that he was like, you know what? I'm going to marry this, this lady. <laughs> she makes She's chicken. roasted chicken. <laughs> roasted Not chicken. just baking it smells chicken delicious. breast. So do you have to buy a chicken frozen and thawed out? or do you-, you can, but they have them fresh over there when you can get chicken it's in the chicken section by the wings and the legs really mm-hmm. interesting look at me learning you have to try it i'm gonna have to roll in your cooking when class. you can find chicken when then, when there is chicken when you can find, in washington when you can get at least a part of the chicken it may not work but when you can once you start finding parts you might be able to find the whole chicken but yeah, it's pretty much the same thing as, I mean, it's exactly the same thing as those rotisserie chickens, except I don't have the rotisserie yeah, yeah. thing that spins it around. I just and when you say oven. broiler pan, you mean that thing that's deep and then it's got a rack on top? That's, mm-hmm. what, you, that's what I cook. That my way food. all the stuff drips down in. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Well, yeah. I'll keep my eyes open for chicken, period, at the store. So... <laughs> Anyway, goodness. Okay, so now that I've learned something for 2022, I shall um, take that tidbit and apply it to my weekly meals now. But um, we have some stuff to discuss. Things have been happening, happening since our last episode. And it's early in the year. So much going on and so much to discuss. Um, We're going to hit some high topics real quick, just things have been beaten down in the news already is we're not breaking news here on chick chat. We're not trying to share, you know, crazy things um, that people haven't heard of, but um, we did just, I think, owe each of these topics, just a little bit of conversation. So first of all, kind of going in order here, 
unfortunately, Betty White passed away, our last golden girl, um, someone who has been a staple, obviously, in the television world and entertainment world for 99 years. She was 99 years old, um, almost 100, a couple weeks shy of 100, right? I think her birthday is next okay. week. Well, People Magazine um, actually had a cover printed up with a story celebrating her 100th birthday, and it was set to go out. It made it to some of the shelves um, at the time that she had oh. passed away. So take that magazine publishing. That's why the internet is where people should be getting it. Um, so unfortunately they had to retract some of that, but I just, I've been amazed at some of the stuff that I've read about her, some of her history and things that I guess people didn't realize, you know, about her. She had you know, had her own television show. She was kind of groundbreaking in what she stood for with television and internet or excuse me, entertainment. And, um, and then of course, as we all know, like kept going, has been hosting Saturday Night Live and did, you know, television shows just very recently and stuff. So obviously a huge loss, um, but 99 years, you know, I, I saw somebody say that you should always live a life to where when you die at 99, they say it wasn't long enough. You know, right, I mean, yeah. so that just says a yeah. lot for her. Um which golden girl do you consider yourself to relate to? I'd probably be like, uh, what was her name? What was um, Rose? Yeah, I'd probably be like the Betty White really? character, I think. Okay. Or, or either Rose or what was Rue McClanahan? Not Rue McClanahan. There's um, Rose, Blanche, the Sophia, and Dorothy. Dorothy, yeah. He Either a Rose or a Dorothy. I, it's two very different, but I, I think I have the personality traits of yeah, both. I, I mean, I think everybody wants to say they're not Dorothy, but I kind of think I am. Like, I don't yeah. I don't know that I want to be, but I kind of think I am. But, you know. And, oh, hey, look, our producer Moose just chimed in. He's a Sophia. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it, Moose. Um, But, you know... Cheers to Betty White. She was something special and she will be yeah. missed. Now, in other sad news, Bob Saget has passed away. America's TV dad, Full House, America's Funniest Home Videos, and stand-up comedian. Um, were you a Full House kid? You were. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was right in our wheelhouse of age, right? I mean, yeah. that's just right where it fell. And then my kids have also watched The Fuller House stuff, which uh, Danny Tanner, you know, Bob Saget's character did have plenty of parts in as well. Um, you know, this one's a little fresher. It's had some crazy stuff come out about Bob Saget that I didn't know. Um, so quick story flashback to when I was in college, I went to a campus activities board fair where we, as the Campus Activities Board, got to walk around to booths and go see different performances and stuff of people that were doing the college circuit at that time. They would come around and perform for like 
student union groups or uh, homecoming leagues or whatever. And it was either bands or uh, uh, magicians, uh, hypnotists, comedians, things like that. So the year I went to this big fair, it was at Opryland, actually. And um, you got to walk the expo where it had all these booths set up and the people were at their booth trying to sell themselves to come to your school. And Bob Saget was there. And his booth was right next to Vanilla Ice, which I thought was interesting. I have my picture with both of them. But um, we got to see a Bob Saget performance, a comedic performance, a nasty, raunchy performance. Bob Saget was dirty. I don't know how much you know about that, but he did stand-up comedy and... um, he was not Danny Tanner on stage. So that was sort of my burned in my memory for a while of him. And I had this really weird view of him, I guess. Um, So it was always weird for me to think. I always felt like he was lying when he was on Full House or Fuller House then, because I'm like, that's not who this guy is. The guy is probably more like the guy that was doing stand-up comedy, right? But now I'm reading all these things about him and I'm seeing all these things about who he's best friends with and what he did and how much everybody loved him and the things he did, how he said, I love you to everybody whenever he would text or hang up or whatever. And so I'm guessing like, you know, he was just kind of a stand up guy that everybody loved and it's it's refreshing and nice to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I've read a couple of tributes today. I read one about John Mayer and Jeff Ross going to get his car from LAX. Yeah. And John Mayer has just been really emotional. And I was like, I didn't realize they're like, there was a they're like connection there that they friends. And I, I mean, nobody yeah, knew. It's so, not like I, not like I should have known, I guess. But it's still, it's, that's crazy to me. John Mayer. Well, friends. I knew that John Mayer was good friends with Andy Cohen. I learned yeah. that a couple of years ago. Um and then I didn't realize the Bob Saget connection. I'm like, John Mayer is just friends with everybody that you don't expect yes. him to be friends well, with. Well, and then I saw a tribute ah. from Ben Folds and Jackson Brown online. Like, all these artists that basically said they were, like, super tight with Bob Saget. Like, it's, it's really weird. Wow. But. That one was surprising. I, when I woke up and actually I got a text from my from my sister who was like, did you hear that? Bob Saget. Yeah. I was like, what? Well, and at first nowadays, you don't know if it's one of those internet hoaxes, right? Like, you yeah. know, but yeah. um, TMZ reported it first and that's when people start to question it. Like, eh, is this real or not? And uh, unfortunately it was. Um, initial reports are saying no foul play, no substances or anything found in his room. Um, you know, there will be a full formal autopsy I think but it obviously takes a little while to get back but just really sad and really um it's it's nice though to see the tributes to people that people have said about him because they're all saying the same thing you know like they they all are reiterating who this guy was obviously so um big loss another big loss um you know, across generations now since Fuller House, too. Like, my kids were like, oh, no. But yet they didn't really know who Betty White was, right? Like, 
they'd mm-hmm. heard, my oldest had like heard of her and seen her in pop culture stuff, but she didn't have any connection to her, but they had a connection to, to Bob Saget. So horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and get the other bad news out of the way. I don't know if this is bad news. I kind of, I don't know. I guess I don't really care, but, um, we just got news last night that, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet have decided to call their marriage. It's Splitsville. Um, I I read their statement that they put out to the public, and it's so it's so them. Like I feel like so over the top. It says. We have all felt the squeeze and changes of these transformational times. A revolution is unfolding and our family is of no exception, feeling and growing from seismic shifts occurring. And so we share our family news that we are parting ways in marriage. Blah, blah, blah. Like that was. You know, for some reason, I felt really sad. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know why, but I was like, oh, like, I don't I know. I don't it's dig just on this couple in the, the first place. Well, the way he had always talked about her and when you see them together, it's just, you know, she's obviously much older than he is. I don't know about much, but she's older than he is. That um, she is 54 and he, and he always, is 42. Okay, so no, not too yeah. bad, but... You know, she, I mean, bless her. She got to marry Lenny Kravitz and Jason. I mean, I mean she's, she's not doing yeah. too bad. In life. I mean, so, you know, he called her his, his dream woman and how fortunate he felt to even be in her life. And they've got beautiful children. She's already had a beautiful child with Lenny and, you know, Zoe's killing it, you know, her doing right. And she's, you know, it's, they just seem like that type of family, that family, that blended family that you're like, so envious of like, oh, not perfect, but wow, what a well-adjusted family that looks fun to be around. Yeah, they're, they live a little differently, but you know, not right. bad. Well, but I just kind of like. I just have a hard time with her. I, I feel like she, every time I see them together or had seen them together, you know, and I, I don't know, she just always looked miserable to me. Well, so here's my my take on it. And I don't know, obviously I don't know these people personally and they're I will never know, but you know, she's she was famous in the 80s and yeah. 90s and still somewhat famous because of, you know, she's been known for Cosby and now she's again married right. to Lenny Kravitz and married to Jason Momoa. But he's kind of in the prime of his career. You know, it's he's getting he wasn't as famous when they got together and they were married, but you know, he since he's Aquaman, he's in all these movies. And I wonder if it was just like, she found them on different paths. Yeah. Like she's out of that world so much. She's, I think she still acts some, but it's not to the point where she's trying to act to be famous. Right. You know, it, she takes parts here and there. Um, I think she'll live well off of her Cosby and different world money and whatever other money that she's made. Um, but I don't know. It just seemed like you would see him a lot 
especially now and recently, and you didn't see yeah. her, um, but you you were starting to hear more about her because yeah. of him. And maybe that was just, she didn't, you know, she didn't, I'm sure she didn't fault him for that because that was his dream. If that's sure. his dream, then but maybe it just took away from their time together. And I mean, who knows what, what goes on, you well, know, it's transformational but yeah, changes. Yeah, whatever that whatever means, that can means mean a lot. In, but yeah. I did feel really sad when I when I heard that. I was like, oh, that's I liked them as a couple. I thought they were well matched. Like you looked at them just physically without knowing anything about them, their personalities, and you're like, oh, what a beautiful couple. They looked like a yeah, match. Yeah. She just looked like know. the miserable half of it. But has she ever really looked happy? And all? think about it, like, even in the 80s, I've never seen her with, like, broad smiles right. ever. <laughs> like yeah. Pictures. But, uh. but and if you look, listen to her in interviews and when she does, when she does do interviews and she appears places, I mean, she's very yeah. witty. Yeah. Like, she's interesting to listen to. She doesn't come across as snobbish at all. So I think that's just, you know... The way she looks, to be honest. And I can't call that I've got, you know, crazy rest of it. So. Maybe that's like, what are you mad? We'll like, no. chalk it up to RBF. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, okay, but in the alternate universe and good news, um, it's it has happened, finally happened that Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are now officially engaged. Now, their announcement, interestingly enough, um, you know, she she made a post that said, we asked for magic, we're oblivious to the pain we would face together in such a short, frantic period of time, unaware of the work and sacrifices the relationship would require from us, but intoxicated off of the love and the karma. Somehow a year and a half later, having walked through hell together and having laughed more than I ever imagined possible, he asked me to marry him. And just as in every lifetime before this one, and as in every lifetime that will follow it, I said yes. And then we drank each other's blood. Well, I mean... A year and a half already. Yeah, I know. Do you get like to me? I it's like I've seen this movie before with Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I they both seem like fine people. (laughs) I actually know more about him than I do her. I mean, you both seem lovely. (laughs) You both seem like lovely people. Whatever, but. Like that's just trying a lot. Yeah. Like, are you really putting this out in the like? Are you putting this out to the world? But really, behind closed doors, you guys are like making s'mores and brownies, and you're not doing any of this stuff. You're just a regular. Couple. I mean, there's got to be some normalcy about them in some way, right? Like, are they roasting chicken? You would at least hope so, because they have children. Right. Not together, but separately i don't know i just to me you know machine gun kelly has gone across a transformation on his own i mean he's a cleveland boy who was a rapper and then all of a sudden he's doing 
I mean, I like the the song, the one song that I know that he put out. It's catchy. But then you become this grunge, heavy. I don't even know what the style is. I may be, I'm sorry, people who are grunge, but I don't know if that's the style yeah, he's going really for know, or like, what it is. I don't really know what he falls into anymore. Um, yeah. And she's half naked on the red carpet now. It's, it's like. They're really I, bizarre. They really are. Like, there's no question about that. But. If anybody looks like they should be together, I feel like these two are the ones. Sure. Um, sure. I will encourage you to go look up online some of the memes that are being made after the proposal because, oh, Machine Gun is wearing a black and white striped shirt and people have done memes about how it looks like he's handing her shoes at Foot Locker. <laughs> While he's on one knee, he's getting ready to put it on her feet. <laughs> sure, you want her. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, it's either that or like Beetlejuice. You know, like I think you probably could have picked a better outfit. But um, they released a little video, and you know, sweet. He got down on one knee. He was very, it was very normal about him, minus the whole drinking blood thing afterwards. But you know, bravo, like. Good. Now maybe we can just move on, have a double wedding with Courtney and Travis and like get this over with, right? Like then oh, everybody gosh. can just be themselves again. Look, they make Courtney and Travis seem normal. And I don't think I don't I mean, aside from his tattoos that make him the stand out, I don't think that Travis Barker is I think he's completely fine. Right. Yeah. I and I think having his tattoos are probably to cover up scars from his plane crash. Plane and crash. I don't know. He makes the most sense to me, right? Because he's always been yeah. like that. He hasn't morphed he's into always anything. Been, I've never seen him without right. a he tattoo. Like, I don't know what he looks like without tattoos. He's, he's a rock and roller, you know, like a drummer. Like yeah. that is, I don't know. I like Travis, but. He makes me like Agreed. Agreed. Like, I don't, I didn't really, she was my least, I mean, I shouldn't say least favorite. I mean, I don't pick my Kardashians, but you know, of all the Kardashians, I felt a little bit like she was a little more yeah. off-putting, but Travis kind of made me be like, oh, well maybe Courtney. Well, I said it a couple of episodes often. ago, you know, that everybody's like, oh, Courtney's like changing who she is because now she's acting more like him and all this stuff. And I kind of just feel like maybe she just hasn't always been full-blown Kardashian like some of the others have. Like, maybe this is a yeah. little more her than we all realized. So, I like them together. I'm fine with it. I just kind of think these four, like, Courtney and Travis and Megan and Machine Gun need to just build a little compound or something. Like, I think they would... You did think that they're friends, right? That they hang out together? They're all, like, besties. Is that what you think? Okay. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah, like Courtney made some post after the engagement last night, something about like their baby daddies, like they all going to start having babies at the same time and all. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, yay for all of them, I guess. Like, it's going to be an interesting wedding, I think, for both pairs. Can't wait to see the people news spread. Because that's who will have it. Um, moving on, but within the same realm of the Kardashians, 
I need your thoughts on this whole Chloe and Tristan thing. Like Tristan has now revealed he officially is the father of newborn son um, that he fathered in December with a fitness model, Marilee Nichols. Uh, They had paternity tests done. He says he takes full responsibility for his actions. Uh, He looks forward to amicably raising their son and he publicly apologizes to everyone. He's hurt and disappointed both publicly and privately. He also said, Chloe, you don't deserve this. So, you know, she's not had the best luck, right? Like, this has kind of been an ongoing thing. At what point do you, as a super famous person in this super famous role, say that's enough? Or do you stay with somebody because of the fame makes it harder Like, I don't know. I'm just confused on why there's not been a cut and dry thing here. Like, either you leave them or you don't. What's up? I honestly didn't even know they were together. I thought thought they had broken up, that they were not together. And so when I read that, I was like, I don't, I mean, are they together? Or do they just want to have another kid together? Because she wanted True to have a sister with the same hair. I mean, I didn't understand it. I, I didn't know that they, they were split together. up like over summer. But then there was all mm-hmm. this talk of, you know, like, oh, well, because of, we've got a kid and we're doing this. And she like showed up at a game or she did, or not a game, maybe. I don't know what it was, but like there was just buzz basically to where now this child was, the issue is the child was conceived obviously while they were together, right? Like, that's where the issue lies. Um, I guess I'm just so mesmerized by this sometimes because what a horrible situation and to be in period, but on top of that, like to everybody in the world knows your business. Yeah. That's where I think like he, she probably could have done without his public declaration of apologies. Like just leave Come it alone tell at me that and point. Let's figure this out and then move on. Like, yeah. Well, if we stay together, that's our business. If we go our separate ways, that's our yeah, business. But you know, talking about normal relationships, I honestly, again, I'm taking this from what I've seen on television, and we all yeah. know how real that is, right? So, but Lamar Odom has always seemed to me to be like the one that really adored her the most aside from his, you know, crazy outing to the buddy, his drug addiction, whatever it was. Well, I mean, he's he's addicted to drugs. Yeah. And that, and, but he, he, they were divorced when that happened, but she She went to help with him. I mean, I think had Lamar been able to control his drug addiction, I think they would still be together, but I think that's what drove them apart. Um, I honestly don't know how or when her and Tristan got together or she and Kristen got to Tristan got together, but you know, after the episode with Kylie's friend and then all that other stuff, I, I honestly just did not know or expect her to get back together after everything that I'd seen that yeah. she said. And well, I don't know. I feel bad too. for her. I do. It's bad for or not. I mean, that's not a situation anyone wants and to be put in. And the whole just 
you know, I know they're, he's going to be a part of her life because of their daughter. I get that, you know? Yeah. She's now getting drugged this to where if they're ever out together, right? Because maybe they're attending their daughter's ballet recital in five years or whatever. Like there's always going to be discussion of like, why is she with him? And why is she doing this? He did this to her and all that stuff. It's going to be so hard. Like I just, these are the things again, that make me just cringe about that whole family. You know, like, yeah, everything doesn't have to be so public. Like like everything is put out there. You're in the public line. You're still regular people who have regular emotions, you know, like she, she's, yeah, she could decide it was a bump in the road for us. I want to be with you. And she shouldn't be able to make that decision without feeling judged. And we can't fault her for any type of decision we make. She makes because we don't, know her or her life or her thought process or their relationship. So yeah. I mean, you'd hate to think that she does something because everyone's expecting right. her to do something about it versus doing what she That's wants what's to do. That's going to be the hard part. You know, hearing everybody yeah. in your ear, hearing the judgment from your family, your friends, the public who doesn't know you. Like if she wants to be with Tristan, it's almost like she, she yep. can't because she doesn't want that judgment, you know, and that's unfortunate. That's why I've never been a huge fan of, I mean, I like hearing gospel about people as much as the next person, but I could, I really appreciate the the couples who are able to keep their relationships somewhat yep. private and to themselves and just give you what you, what they yeah. want you to know. Yeah. Agreed. But, I mean, I, this is just, it makes me cringe too. Like I hate hearing these things about people and you're just kind of like, uh-huh. eh. You know, like that's not something I need anybody to know about I, me. Or I was about to say, like, I wouldn't want to be near that, you know, but it's goodness. I just can't imagine living that life where that is the norm for you. Everything you do and everything yeah. you say. And I mean, I'm, here we are talking about it on a podcast, but still, that's what they've asked for, right? Like, right. I don't know. Um, so he apologizes, yada, yada. Um, there are more apologies that have come forward this year. First one, earliest apology of the year, I think, had to come from Andy Cohen. Did you watch his New Year's special with Anderson Cooper? Uh, I didn't. But no. you wish you did to see old overserved <laughs> Andy letting his tongue fly out everywhere. Um so yeah, Andy Cohen was hosting a uh, New Year's Eve celebration uh, on CNN with Anderson Cooper and had had a little too much to drink and got loose-lipped, um, had to come back and apologize, and but CNN has forgiven him and says he will be back next year because quite honestly, I think everybody loved it. Um but in case you missed it, yeah, exactly. Um, in case you missed it, he went on a rant uh, about uh, the New York mayor, Bill de Blasio, and also about uh, Ryan Seacrest. I kind of feel like they were harmless, but whatever. Um, anyway, in his clip 
where you see him talking about the mayor. He says, quote, watching Mayor de Blasio do his victory lap dance after four years of the crappiest job as the mayor of New York. The only thing that Democrats and Republicans can agree upon is that it's this horrible mayor that he has been. Sayonara, sucker. <laughs> And then, and then later he said that uh, he started kind of slamming another New Year's Eve show that was going on that's hosted by Ryan Seacrest, which is, of course, the Dick Clark uh, show that he's carrying on. And yeah. uh, Andy Cohen says on camera, he's like, if you look behind me, you'll see where Ryan Seacrest's group of losers are performing <laughs> So if you're watching ABC, you're watching nothing. <laughs> my gosh. What was in? Oh, my God. I'm going to have to go find the clip because I just want to see what Anderson Cooper was doing this whole time. He forgot he was not at Anderson's house right. or at his house. Or just, just on together. his own Instagram page or something, you know? I mean, he just right. went off and it was so funny. And, of course, he, you know, gets a, uh, he does a tweet the next morning saying, good morning, Um I believe I was a bit overserved last night. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it is what it is. Um, probably shouldn't have said those things, but apparently he apologized to every party involved, and then also to CNN. And CNN has noted that he will return next year, so don't worry about it. But I mean, anybody that says "Sayonara, sucker" on TV, I mean, I. I'm kind of here for it. Oh, they're ready. They're going to skyrocket next year. (laughs) People are going to be like Ubering drinks to Andy to try to get him to say as much as he can. Yeah. I'm not watching ABC or CBS. I'm watching CNN. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, So that's the uh, good apology tour. And our last stop on the apology tour for 2022 thus far is a little bit of a crazy story. Did you hear about the Tennessee lawmaker who had to apologize for trying to pull down the pants of the referee at the high school football uh, basketball game? Okay. Uh, no. It's a brilliant story. It's a brilliant story. I will try to get through it. So this is, this is coming off a, a people article, a people magazine article. So that's who I'm quoting, but, <laughs> said a Tennessee lawmaker has apologized for losing his temper during a high school boys basketball game when he was trying to yank down the pants of a referee. Okay. Republican state representative Jeremy Faison said in a statement, I acted a fool tonight. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I'm hoping that I am able to make it right. <laughs> so apparently <laughs> he was <laughs> Okay, he said <laughs> he was courtside in the Providence Academy gym in Johnson City at a game against Lakeway Christian Academy <laughs> when the players scrambled to grab a loose ball at the end of the third quarter. 
a referee called technical fouls for unsportsmanlike conduct against players on both teams, which prompted Faison to take the court. His son, who played for the visiting team, um, uh, well, Faison was there watching his son, who played for the visiting team, was then approached by a referee. Okay, says he told the ref, "You can't tell me to leave the floor. This was your fault." So he said, uh, "The video then shows is uh, a live stream video." then shows that Faison attempts to pull down the pants of the referee before marching off. He says, quote, For years, I thought how wrong it was for a parent who loses their temper at a sporting event. It's not Christian, and it's not mature, and it's embarrassing to the child to Always has always been in my thoughts. He said, Faison tried to jerk the ref's pants down and off, according to the report. His response was, unfortunately, I acted the fool tonight and lost my temper on a ref. I was wanting him to fight me. Totally, <laughs> totally <laughs> lost my junk and got booted from the gym. I've never really lost my temper for all to see, but I did tonight and it was completely stupid of me. Emotions getting in the way of rational thoughts are never good. I hope to be able to find this ref and ask for his forgiveness. I was bad wrong. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so much. There's so much to unpack here. First of all, I wish I didn't see it because it would have been hilarious. But, oh my gosh, his child's worst nightmare. Worst nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> so bad like he's just watching his christian son play his other christian team and they're sitting there and they hear the team gets you know it's very that's very polite of the refs to call technicals on both sides of the court right at one time it's just how nice of them like let's just call it and be fair both of you get technicals well then here comes old state representative running out on the court and tries to pants the dude. Like, <laughs> what makes you do that? You better doesn't even want me like yelling. Exactly. I can't imagine walking to the ref or and try to pants. I, him. <laughs> like, I will. Like, I will well, sometimes. Yeah. I'll take out my phone and like record the game, like a. Like yeah. when she's in the game or something, I'll try to record just little bits. One, yeah. because I know like she can go back and watch it. If there was something she did, she wanted to learn from or whatever, but I also can send it to friends or family or whatever that can't watch the game online. Right. And while I'm filming, of course, if she does something and I like yell or I'm cheering, you can hear it on the phone recording obviously yeah she watches back the recording and is embarrassed by me yelling and the recording like I was cheering good job for her like I wasn't even saying something bad and so she's embarrassed by that can you imagine if we storm the court to try to pants the ref I don't like what goes through your mind that you're out there arguing a call? First of all, that you actually took the court to do it. Second of all, to reach down for a man's pants. 
Yeah, that's the part. Like, why was what? that your go-to move? <laughs> you said, why are we still pantsing people you, as adults? And I mean, why? And why are I mean, I've never pantsed anyone in my life. You, I've seen it. You dumb. said you what? said that you wanted him to fight you, like so you pulled out his pants. Like, I mean. Is he supposed to fight you then with his pants down? Were you pulling your <laughs> pants down too? Like, was this a fair fight? <laughs> right. This seems inappropriate in so many ways, but I'm most disturbed by this being your go-to move. How many, sir, I'd like to know how many people you have pantsed in your lifetime, because this wasn't the first time. And, <sighs> Good thing God for the drawstring or the button or whatever's on those that tracksuit pants and polyester <laughs> must have helped him out this time, but gracious, like, okay. So there's that. But then the, the comments that he made in the press afterwards, like you are a state representative. Okay. And you just said the terms all in one paragraph. You said, I acted the fool. Okay. That's first. Second, I totally lost my junk. And third, I was bad wrong. Like, <laughs> none of those sound like appropriate to come out of your Somebody you mouth. Right. You. Like, right. What are you saying at these meetings that stuff that we need? Like, how are you advocating for I us? Don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I read the paragraph like 10 times before I even added it to the list today to talk about, because I was, I was thinking, surely, surely the Tennessee state Republican rep did not just say, I totally lost my junk. Like, or I acted acted the fool. fool. I was bad wrong. Like, my gosh, it's just, I mean, he's a, he's a father of five children. Um, and I don't know. I don't get it. And he's, he's asking for a fight because technicals were called. On both, on both teams. teams. Yes. Because it was unsportsmanlike conduct. Well, he did what he did was well beyond yeah, that. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Interesting. I thought I could share because oh that God. was just that was pretty. Uh, pretty groundbreaking to me i thought i mean i don't know way to go tennessee for a grown man another grown man yes that's groundbreaking or attempted pantsing could you imagine writing this article and submitting it to your editor and your editor going is this i'd be like i'm gonna Wait, would this actually happen the way you're saying it? Dude. You got a quote, and his quote was, <laughs> "I lost my junk." <laughs> lost my junk after the fool, and I was bad wrong. After trying to pants someone, like am I, I being feel punk? like <laughs> I feel, feel like maybe, maybe he. I wonder if this occurred right after that um, that remake we watched of Different Strokes was on. Where he's like, I was bad wrong, right. you know, like <laughs> I acted the fool. Like I don't know. It's like he's talking like Mr. T, right? From the A team or something. That's right. I acted the fool. 
<laughs> get it. Oh my gosh. I want to be the person who's writing this article. I mean, like, I can't, I oh. mean, <laughs> if I want to be the person who submit, he submitted it to going. <laughs> huh? And you know how they put that little sick yes. thing in there when it's like language either missing or mispronounced. It's, <laughs> it's everywhere. all over the place. He's like, he left out a couple of words in there because clearly acted a fool or I was bad wrong, you know, was not the proper way to say it. And he gave the interview. He gave the and, interview. <laughs> and it's in writing out there and I don't get it. Instead of saying no comment, <laughs> I was embarrassed. <laughs> Why can't you? He was like, "I'm gonna have you." Why can't you just say sorry? I need to get this off my chest, Mr. Referee Man. If I can find you, I'd like your forgiveness. I acted the fool. We should go hang sometime. Get a beer. I'll meet you. It'll never happen again. Thank God for your drawstring black top. We hang for a little while, then we'll head over to the bar. Like, you know, the whole time that rep is after that happened, going, trying to pants me. He's like, I, <laughs> telling somebody else the story. Like, I was repping this game, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, some guy he tried to jump out of the stands and tried to pants me. <laughs> like, huh? And be like, get this, you voted for him. <laughs> That's our state rep, man. <laughs> he wanted to fight me. He fight me. So he pantsed me. So don't rep a game against that. Just make sure you got your pants on tight because anything goes. So I've had things thrown at me. I've been yelled at. I've never I been mean, pantsed. <laughs> there's a, at the beginning of all of our basketball games right now, that the, the high school level, each one I attend, the the announcer does the the uh, before we do the national anthem. He says, you know, welcome to the game, blah blah blah. Like, please be courteous. All this stuff. We also are, uh, yeah. you know, mask policy. Everybody needs to have their mask on and over their nose and blah blah blah. And then recently, they've been doing an announcement about if you'd like to become a ref. You can apply to go take the courses because they're shorthanded on refs. And, um, and you know, I kind of want to slip them this article and be like, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. So now at these games in Johnson City, Tennessee, <laughs> when they read that over the announcer, they're like, there will be no <laughs> pantsing of anyone, any individual <laughs> at any time during the game. That is cause for immediate Everybody expulsion just needs to from the game. Get on your hands. Keep your hands to yourself. Your pants on. Keep your hands I, to yourself. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Okay, so... Now that we had our good laugh for that, um, goodness, I just can't even get over that. Um, be sure to share that with a friend because I think that's a brilliant story and the kind of content we need on every chick chat. Oh my gosh. Just saying. Um, so real quick, wanted to see in, in honor of the fact that 
The Amazing Race, has recently returned on television. Are you watching it? So I just realized last night that it, it came back on. I saw the article saying it was coming on. So yes. I have to go back and watch the first couple episodes. But yes, I will be watching. It's one of my favorites. Mine too. And so the first two episodes have aired. They aired on the same night. Okay. So it was like a two-hour episode, okay. you know. Um, looks like it's going to be good. We've got some hometown North Carolina people to cheer for yes. on there. And... um and some other interesting stories. Um, just because I know that you don't care about spoilers, this is not a spoiler of the game. This is just telling you who some of these couples are, which was pretty interesting. Uh, there are two guys on there that are best friends. Mm -hmm. And one of them has been recently released from prison. Yes. After being in there for like, what, 10 years, wrongfully accused and charged. I watched the, I think it was Dateline or something like that about yeah. this case. And then it's been on like when he first got convicted and then when he was released. So when I saw his picture, yeah. I was like, that guy looks familiar. And I looked up his name. And I'm like, that's where I know him from. But yes. Yeah. That's so a he's very intriguing like, case too. If you ever and, have a chance. And to I don't know much about the case. Yeah. It's itself, but I know yeah. that he, you know, has been. Free of all charges mm -hmm. and stuff. Obviously, mm -hmm. he had zero to do with it. Mm -hmm. But that was just, you know, when they do the quick little meet the people throughout the episode, right? Like, that was just <laughs> shocking. Um, and so he's actually there, like, kind of said he's, like, making up for lost time. Yeah. Crazy. Um, there's another couple on there that are two guys that are best friends. And I don't know if you remember a handful of years ago. The two Americans that stopped the shooters on the French train yes. in Paris. Yes. These are the two guys. Look at that. That stopped them. They're now, technically, they have dual citizenship. France gave them some citizenship there as an honor. Um, they, you know, became kind of known as heroes and were in the movie about their lives. Mm -hmm. They've... Um, yeah, they these two guys are on there. And so that was interesting. Um there's a set of twins, there's uh, a father daughter. There is the married couple from North Carolina, the Holderness family. Yeah. People watch their videos, Christmas jammies and everything after that. Um Penn and Kim. So they are on there, which is pretty cool to follow. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a good season. I'm excited. Yeah, there is going to be the drama of COVID happening because this started filming in February of 2020. Mm -hmm. So they go for like two or three legs, I think they said, and then they are in a foreign country and the world shuts down. So they shut everything down on production they went home yeah. and then they have to go back later. Um, so they are going to kind of approach that, which I'm intrigued by. Yeah. See how they pick it up. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like after you've gone home or after you've had to pause on it, like it kind of changes the whole scope of the game. Right. Right. And then the whole travel aspect after the fact, like travel's still really weird. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I think it should be good. But I'm excited that it was back. But 
Here's what was extra exciting for me. Something little personal tidbit that I did not realize. So do you remember me telling you that when I lived in South Carolina, my office was part of the amazing race? Yeah. Yeah. And so I got to hand the envelope whenever they check in mm-hmm. um, on this episode. Right. And so it was just, very quick. You see my hand and that's about it, but it happened and I was there. Right. So I was reading this article about the contestants on this current amazing race. And you know how there'll be little snippets in between the articles where it's like, find out where your favorite amazing race characters are now, yeah. you know, or contestants are nowadays or, you know, where are they now? What are they doing? And I just, I clickbait. I got sucked in. I clicked on it. Do you know who was on my season of Amazing Race? I say my season like I competed, but mine that I handed a card to? Not who? Stassi. With her family? You did the family edition? Yes. And I had no idea. Wow. (laughs) Vanderpump Rules fame was in my office at my desk. I remember that. I don't even know. And I remember her family. Yes. Yes. And so I didn't even know before looking at this article that Stasi was on the Amazing Race Family Edition at all. I didn't even know. I knew that. And then to find out it was the Family Edition and that was the one where they came to us like I didn't realize that was the one that was in Charleston but it's crazy fun right yeah that's fun it's my little fun tidbit i don't know um okay so i have an extra special wrap up to the show today okay i have a computer generated would you rather entertainment edition okay it's not really would you rather it's more this or that but for our sake it's this or that ready okay ready would you rather grab a coffee with Jennifer Aniston or Courtney Cox? Ooh, 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 ooh. Jennifer Aniston. Me too. Would you rather get career advice from Oprah or Michelle Obama? Um, Oprah. I feel like she's done more... Business. When it comes to business, yeah. right? Yeah. If you're talking career, that yeah. I'm the same way. As much as I would love to get any type of advice right. from Michelle, right. I'm not turning down advice of any type, whether it's right. salami to right. use or cheese to eat from Michelle Obama. But sure, yeah. But if we're getting career advice, I feel like Oprah can can get me there. Yes. Would you rather go surfing with Chris Hemsworth or Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. Same. Would you rather go dancing with Beyonce or J-Lo? Beyonce. Ooh, I'm going J-Lo. Would you rather have a workout with Jane Fonda or Arnold Schwarzenegger? (laughs) I'm going to say Jane Fonda. (laughs) These are hard-hitting questions. I'm just saying. You said Jane. I'm going to go with Arnold. I mean, I don't know. After watching her Netflix show, I feel like she'd be hilarious to work out with. (laughs) Probably. Probably. 
Would you rather play charades with Chris Rock or Will Ferrell? Oh, that's a funny one. Um, <laughs> I feel like Will Ferrell would be better at it. <laughs> yes. And I want to meet Will Ferrell, period. Would you rather have your skincare routine prepared by Cameron Diaz or Gwyneth Paltrow? Um, Cameron Diaz? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm going goop. I'm going goop all the way with Gwyneth. Would you rather sing Bohemian Rhapsody with Rami Malek or Shallow with Bradley Cooper? Uh, shallow with Bradley Cooper. Same. <laughs> Not That's even a question look at me. that. If he's going to look at right. me like he did it, with it, right. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. And I'm just cow. sitting there. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I may I not just, get through the song, but we're going to attempt it. I have. I'm not going to remember a single word, but by God, you right. just sing with me. Uh, would you rather go on a safari with Ellen and Portia or Kristen and Dax? Kristen and Dax. Same. hundred uh, percent. Let's see. Would you rather go wedding dress shopping with Meghan Markle or Kate Middleton? We know the answer to this. Meghan Markle. <laughs> Uh, uh-uh, I'm going Kate. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you rather work from home with John Krasinski or Mindy Kaling? John Krasinski. Same. Would you rather play doctor with Jesse Williams or Eric Dane? So, oh, Jackson Jesse Williams or Mick Steamy? Jesse Williams. Okay, uh, I'm going Steamy. I know the eyes. I. I could I could get behind either one of them, let's be honest. <laughs> Would you rather have Trevor Noah or John Oliver on your debate team? Ooh, on my debate <laughs> team? Yeah. Oh. John Oliver, but it's close. I think John Oliver's delivery is very debate-ish. Whereas Trevor I agree. is smooth and sarcastic with it. Yeah, I think John Oliver is a little more, he can be a little more pro about it, if yeah, you will. Yeah. You know, I guess, does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, would you rather be stuck in the airport on an extremely long layover with Jennifer Lawrence or Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds. Hundred percent. That's a that's a comparison. <laughs> okay, I know, right? Well, you know, here's this other one on here, which is maybe I just don't understand. Um, they said, "Would you rather go trick or treating with Adele or Mick Jagger?" Adele? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that's so weird. That's so weird to that me. Is right? Weird. <laughs> Would you rather swap breakup stories with Katie Holmes or Demi Moore? Ooh, mm-hmm. Katie Holmes. She's got that Scientology stuff going on. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I would, I would want to know the dirt. That's why I'd make up my own breakup stories just to like, yeah, stay Jimmy's good with friends with her exes. So there, she's not going to dish anything. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. They still celebrate holidays. together. Right. They quarantine together without his wife. That's weird. <laughs> weird. Right. 
Would you rather bake a cake with Martha Stewart or Jennifer Garner? Jennifer Garner. Me too. You know, I think that was like a trick one. I think some people would say Martha Stewart just because it was involved baking. But do you see Jennifer Garner's videos when she's cooking? Yes. She cooks like me. (laughs) Me too. That's what I'm saying. They're so real. They're so realistic. Cook with Martha Stewart. Like if I spill or do something wrong and it's going to be, I'm going to be judged. Whereas Jennifer Garner will be like, oh, well, we'll figure it out. (laughs) She's up in the morning making muffins. Why? She's kind of a mess. Yeah. And I love it. And she uses recipes that I love that she's looking out going, okay, now what's next? Exactly. (laughs) And she'll say, I don't have this. So let's just. Right. Let's try this thing instead. That's how I cook. We'll see how this works out. I know. Martha's like, let's pull sprigs from our fresh garden of I just herbs milked and- the cow for my milk. <laughs> <laughs> and went and hunted my eggs from my chickens. So do I not drop it. these. We do not have any more. Like, okay. I mean, like, I don't even know if my eggs are expired or not. <laughs> How do I tell? <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Would you rather see a comedy show with Tina Fey or Amy Poehler? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with Amy Poehler. Me too. As much as I love Tina Fey, if I'm sitting next to somebody, I feel like Amy Poehler would just probably be in tears like me, like laughing and stuff. Yes, and making me laugh even more. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. That was a lot. That was a lot of stuff today we went over, but we have, have caught ourselves up. We're ready now to move forward in 2022. Thanks for joining me today. Always fun. Yes, absolutely. So, um, goodness, next time we talk to you guys, it could be, it could be almost Valentine's day. Like who knows? Maybe we'll have to do some, some fancy love stuff that day on the episode. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We appreciate your time here on chick chat. Uh, it's just two girls sitting around talking about entertainment stuff that we like, you know, cross country. One of us in North Carolina, one in Washington, and we're just still breaking down everything you guys need to know, starting off your year. Uh, we hope you'll join us next time. And you can also go back and listen to any of our past episodes by following us, subscribing on your favorite podcatcher. We're all over the place. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all that good stuff. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to discuss, please shoot us a message at info at themesh.tv. That's the website. Or you can find us on Instagram and shoot us a message. Um, But until then, thanks to Moose for producing this today. Thanks to Jeanette for joining me. And thanks to you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.